I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Sports Joe presents the GAA Hour. Hello, everyone. You're all very welcome to the GAA Hour. Uh, We have a new guest on the show today. He's a... Former, well, he managed the Ireland Shinty team this year. He's a former hurling coach, a Connacht hurling director. He's been at the forefront of hurling development in Ireland um, for the last number of years. A former hurler himself, and that's Pertumna and Goleman, Damien Coleman. Damien, how's things? Uh, thanks very much, Niall. I wasn't, um, I wasn't fully aware of all those um, myself, but um, yeah, you're, you're, you're bringing it to life there, all right. How's things with you, Damien? Um, I suppose it was one of those weekends where um, hurling just took over, really. Yeah, look, at, um, it'll do your heart good, Niall, to be part of the GA, to be a GA man, a GA person, a GA woman over the weekend between, you know, the enthralling uh, contests in, in both hurling semifinals at senior level. You also had the intermediate and junior there with Turin. Um, and an East Ski from my province just coming up short against Cork opposition in, in, in the intermediate and junior. And then you finished off there last night with what can only be described as um, you know, a, a magnificent um, display for Camogie um, nationally and internationally. Um, girls going full on. Um, with with high skill levels and commitment, so really enjoyed the camogie there now last night to finish off the weekend night. To be honest, we'll start off with uh, with Saturday night, I suppose. Um, I suppose at the time we thought it, it couldn't be topped. Uh, it nearly was matched the, the the following day by the other semi final and the camogie, as you said. But um, Thomas is, is it probably is the story of the weekend because because Ballygunner were so fancied. Um, Thomas's, I suppose, uh, they were a small bit written off coming into it, Damien, but um, I suppose as a Galway man, Pertumna, you're not too far away from them. You'd have probably known better than to, to write them off. Uh, yeah, look, at, um, when, you win, when you win in Galway and you're as consistent as you are as St. Thomas's, like everyone's talking about a six in a row there now. But in the last 11 years, they've won eight county championships. They won in 12 as well. and went on and won an All-Ireland club in 13. Um, a good friend of mine there involved with them, <coughs> Dini Cal, in 2013. And um, then the one again in 16 in Galway. So look at, um, there's eight county championships in 11 years. They're a proud club. They do their business um, very well now, on and off the field, to be honest. I'd be up close there and personal with the underage development over the years through my job. And Thomas's were one club that struck me as, you know, They'll take all the good stuff and they'll get energy around that, even games development with, with child and youth development. And then um, some of the other stuff, they'll just park and they'll leave. There. It's not for them. So they, were, they never suffered fools. And they've had really good administrators over the years. And the team behind the team is the way I'd like to describe them. Um, and, 
now you know they, they absolutely are doing something right um, to take a lot of play, you know they have a lot of star names but you know they have a lot of hurlers there that other clubs might have just um, it might have been a bit of slippage for other clubs that are now household names because they're maximising the full potential out of every player and I suppose now you have to do that in rural Ireland um, you only have what you have and you've got to maximise and try and f- make and flourish with everybody. But um, yeah, Thomas has do that very well. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been a bit surprised. I understood Ballygunner, um, phenomenal team, making light of, of, of opposition in their own county over the last number of years and again in Munster. But, uh, you know, Thomas has came with a, a physicality aligned to technical, tactical and team play. And they never relented. Like it was phenomenal. I was saying at one stage in my own to head. You know, geez, will be able to keep this going? Um, and 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 not only had to do it for the sixty plus minutes, they had to go again in the in the extra time, and they did keep it going. And one thing that struck me, Niall, was um, their use of subs. Kenneth Burke is a brilliant young manager. It's the only way I can describe Kennedy was involved with us in the academy program in Galway in my 20 years there with, with developing the academies and the underage high performance in our county. And uh, he has Cahill Daly there with him as well. And they're very astute in the use of the substitutions, you know, pulling lads on, pulling them off. I think they used eight or nine different substitutions versus Valley Gunners two or three. And um, even lads that came off got new energy, probably were a bit bold for being taken off. And uh, they were they were released back into the fray again and and produced more the second time around. So just thought it was very clever. Um, twenty six points didn't separate the two teams in the end. It normally would. Twenty six points is a, is, is a fair score in All Ireland semi final stage. But yeah, look, it wouldn't have surprised me now, to be honest. Well, you mentioned there that um, Ballygunner. Well, Thomas has used many substitutions. Ballygunner didn't use any substitution in, in normal time. The, the first sub they took off was after 75 minutes, obviously into extra time. That was Patrick Fitzgerald, which was a surprise in itself, given how well he was hurling. But, um, yeah, you mentioned there at the start, Damien, that Thomas has started like such men possessed. Like, And I was watching the game, and I don't think I've ever seen a team, I suppose just hit so hard in those early early minutes like I remember um, there was one stage a, a throw in it was maybe only three minutes into the game and David Burke and Paddy Levy stood into it and Burke just swung wild like and I suppose it just showed the the way Thomas's were their intentions in this game that they were going to go in hard but as you said you would have thought maybe against the wind that it might they might suffer in the second half and especially going into extra time as well. But um, they they kept it up right through and the way they managed the the clusters they nearly won the majority of the clusters, Damien, which which was a credit to them that they could keep it up for that long. No, absolutely. Um, as we said there, they brought a physicality. But you know, a Thomas's team, I I'd always rate Thomas's team technically, tactically, decision making wise and. And, and their team play is phenomenal. But, yeah, they did. Um, I suppose men possessed was a, is probably a good description of it. But, again, with a level-headedness and a steadiness, um, there was nobody out of order. David Burke set down a few early markers in, 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 in throw-ins and that. But, you know, these boys play the game to the true spirit. Um, you know, I, I, I can't say I've ever seen anyone from Thomas's um, take it over the line there. You know, they've got this mental astuteness and they know how far to push it. But yes, they won all their physical battles. Um, even when, you know, that very good Ballygunner team came out of rooks, you know, they were hounded, they were harassed, they, they were dispossessed again. And I thought Keno Mahoney, um, who struggled a little bit on Desi Hutchinson early on, you know, the trust of the management in, in, in Keane, they allowed him mark for the day they allowed him you know um, get into that battle and God I think he was very manly in the end and he, he was coming out ball there towards the end and you'd have to say 
that he got on top in the end. You know, Desi Hutchinson there, Niall, as you know, you have to be calm about a, a top-class player like that. He's always going to score 1-3 or 1-4. He's always going to be dangerous. He's always going to, depending on the ball he gets, again, um, from his half-backs or midfield, but they always play a great ball, Bally Hale or Bally Gunner. And um, I just thought that the trust of the management team, and again, knowing Kenneth Burke, Carl Daly, they trust their group and there's a psychological safety there and trust. And um, it's okay to be beaten for a couple of balls. You don't have to panic. You know, you're calm under pressure and um, you, 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 get, you, you get to win that battle in the end. So I just thought the whole group from, you know, the management um, right through the players, that was a victory for everybody now. There was nobody that really stood out. Um, yes, Conor Cooney hit his freeze, was very steady under pressure. Um, he was clinical, to be very honest. Um, but look at you, you. You have to you have to give them credit where it's due. They went in with a game plan. They stuck to it, and you know they never faltered. It was clear um, after the game that they had a bit of a motivation about them. Evan Duggan, who was uh, he was dropped for David Burke, and he spoke afterwards. He said, you know, being told that he was dropped during the week, that he was cracked, and this was. You know, obviously devastating for him coming into a semi-final. But he said as well, um, I know uh, everyone was writing us off. Six goal was done in a row. A poke of a ball away from the All-Ireland final against Ballyhale. I know we didn't turn up last year, but we were written off as if we were a waste of time, he said. And I suppose, is there a... They probably had a... There was probably a suspicion out there that, that Thomas's They kind of haven't done themselves justice I know they won in 2013, as we mentioned earlier, but they've lost four semi-finals in uh, in the last six years, like to to Ballyhale first of all, then they lost to Bursley, um, they lost to Ballyhale. Obviously, very unluckily, um, in Semple Stadium that day, TJ got the late uh, 21-yard free, but then they didn't really show up against Dunloy. So, I suppose that would have been a thing um, for them too, Damien. That you know, they felt that they hadn't done themselves justice. Yeah, I think, Niall, that's fair to say. Um, it all adds to the motivational climate. Um, and if you use that stuff um, positively and productively as a management team and as, a, as you know, collectively as a group of players in, in, in the synergy effort, you know, that can that can really help you. Um, but, yeah, look, there'll be nobody more disappointed than St. Thomas is there. They're an outstanding group of players. Again, eight county championships in 11 years in Galway, six in a row this year. Um, and they'll know themselves that they need to deliver now on the national stage. And I think they went the real right way about it there, Niall, the weekend. And, you know, there's no finals won yet, and they'd be very steady, and they'd have a lot of conscientiousness. And they, they'll, they, they'll go again, and they'll have a look at O'Loughlin Gales now, and they'll see, see how they can go. Um, tactically there to get them over the line and that but look at um, I'd say as a group of players I don't speak on behalf of them for sure but as a group of players they'll be privately and secretly disappointed that they have more accolades nationally because they have the stuff to do it they have the type of player they have the grit the commitment the competence the determination so yeah I'd say privately Niall um, they'd feel a little bit um left out on the national scale and now's their chance to really go after this. Conor Cooney has he's obviously been a main man for them for a good few years, like and sometimes he can be criticized for his performances with Galway, but he's always been like he's been he's been nearly the Galway hurler of the year for as so many years in a row there with St. Thomas's and he was brilliant at the weekend too. Um he was eighty seven percent with his freeze and Ballygunner were 54% with theirs. So, like, that really was the difference in the end. Um, but I suppose just as as impressive as Connor was his brother Shane, and I suppose this is a lad we haven't seen, like, too, as much as we should have, really, because he's had a lot of injuries. I know he did a cruciate maybe two years ago and has missed a lot of time with Galway. But um, there was some display from him um, on Saturday, wasn't it, Damien, at centre-back? Oh, look, at um, he stood out from the start and he never relented all through. But we know Connor has that calibre and class, um, or, or, or Shane has that calibre and class. 
We know that from underage academies in Galway. We know it from the juvenile fixtures programs. Um, he has that sort of X factor and um, very steady positions himself very well. Like when you look at, um, you mentioned, you know, Connor Cooney there, Niall. Like he scored 259 in the Galway Club Championship in 37 of those frees. So that's the calibre of player. He never, ever fails to turn up in, in, in the club jersey. And having looked at that then, you know, in Galway, I think 15 different scoring contributions from from from, from different panel members and team members in the championship. And again, kind of, and then again Shane Cooney, you know, um, has got on the scoreboard in Galway as well. From, from centre back, like even Ger Kelly, their goalie gets on the scoreboard. Like he got on again there the other night, and um, he scored a an infamous goal when he was playing with Mayo yeah. as well, senior hurlers. But um, yeah, look at um, whatever they're doing there in the underage, right through their youth players, they're giving off the right messages, the right type of coaching is coming in, and then you know the confidence and competence pieces come together at adult senior and the turn up on the day. Um, when they wear a Thomas's jersey, and there's real pride in that parish. I know that's very cliched in the GA, but um, you know I'd, I'd be very sure of using that terminology in Thomas's. There's great pride in the parish, and the, the, you know in rural Ireland, um, St Thomas's GA club is the hub of the community, and um, so you know everybody congregates there, um, and and they turn up on, on, on match day as well. So. Um, but 15 different scores in the in the Galway Championship, um, averaging about 220 per game, conceding 114. So that's a big deal. Um, they won some of their group games there. You know, we they beat us in Portumna in the group there by 24 points. Hit 331 that evening. That's 40 points. That's a big deal um, for, in a scoring context in club hurling. Um, you know, to beat St. Turlock Moore in the group by five points, beat Gart by nine. And then you yeah, move into the, the knockout part of the Galway Club Championship. Um, you know, to beat Capitagal in the quarterfinal by 13 points. And um, Sarsfields by three and Turlock Moore in the final by two. So, you know, it did get tighter in Galway um, as it went on for Thomas's, but they had the know-how. <clears throat> they were able to get over the line. Even last year's final there, I remember it, it was a Classic game themselves in Lockray, but they were just had the know how, they had the belief in each other, they were able to just rescue the games when they need to be rescued, and again a steadiness and a composure piece to them. So the management have to get a lot of credit for that too. Niall. What would they be like uh, numbers wise in in Thomas's Damien? <clears throat> well, look at. It's rural Ireland, and um, they're doing very well. They have um, Kilcreast and uh, Peter as well, the two national, feeder national schools. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be any different than most rural Ireland clubs, but um, they seem to be able to get everyone to come and get everyone to be part of it and get everyone to play. And again, I used those words earlier, the, the club is the hub of the community, and um, everybody wants to throw in their lot. I, I'd have noticed over the years, Niall, through, you know, the Cool Camp programme, um, Thomas's would want to do it their way. And uh, I, I, I always remember calling down on a Monday morning there, um, you know, with my own full-time job, and a David Burke or a Connor Cooney, they could have been in Crow Park on the Sunday. They might have won, they might have lost, but they were below in the Cool Camp in, in, in St. Thomas's at 9 o'clock. The, on the Monday morning. So when you have that type of leadership in the club, you know, it rings true and people really value it. And then there's lots of lads in the club um, who have played with Thomas's obviously at the high level, but wouldn't be household names. And they roll their, their, their sleeves up and put their shoulder to the wheel for their child and youth streams as well. So they really do their business well. And I think they're a model for any GA club out there. Um, lots of GA clubs do lots of things right, but then there's learnings to be taken from 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 some clubs as well, and I definitely use St. Thomas as the model for that, Nile. Just lastly on this game, um, you mentioned Dave Burke there. 
Um, I'm, I'm uh, sure you've come across him on, on various different stages, but um, it's, a, it's a testament to him, isn't it, that you know, he done his cruise shit in April. He was back playing six months later in the Galway County final. Came on for 15 minutes in that and then lasted the 80 minutes on, on Saturday night. And he was so good too. And he was. He gives that leadership and um, he owns the game. Like, you know, you see David in matches and he, he, he's, he's chatting to the referee. He's a leader. He's chatting to his own players. He's organising um, players on the pitch. He, he's a manage. He, he's a management guy. When you have players on a the pitch, there is you know we've all been on sidelines as coaches and managers. And when you have a player there that can do your job for you inside the four white lines, and you know organize, you know cutting edge decision making there in key moments in the game. So he, he's a manager's guy. And you know I remember David when he wandered into um, a Galway academy at under fourteen. I couldn't believe it. I said, geez, this guy has it all at 14, left and right. His preferred position was midfield. The reading of the play, the dropping in behind the half-back line. Like some of us coaches at the time, we were just man-on-man, 15-on-15, and back in that time when David was 14 years of age. But geez, David had a different way of thinking about how to hurl. I I remember belonging to Tony Forrest with him, and I said to, you know, fellow selectors, I said, um, God, this lad really owns this pitch. Maybe we should be doing something different. And um, he'd nearly move himself there as a 14-year-old if there was a goal to be got. You could see David moving himself to 11 or 14 to get the goal. Um, and he'd play in the midfield. But I remember his brother Kenneth as well. when He was a phenomenal talent. Um, Niall Kenneth Burke, the manager now. Um, there was nobody who could come near Kenneth Burke at his age level in Galway. He was just... You know, I remember... As, as, a, as a young coach in my professional capacity, you have to go and see this lad, I was told. You have to go and see this lad. And um, look at all the barks have come through there. Um, John, the father, former manager, um, contributed so significantly over the years. And Paula there, steeped in it as well. The mother and Deirdre, the Camogie player um, with Galway. So you don't grow up in the Burks household um, thinking that much outside hurling or camogie now, so I think um, it's a feeder system there in that house for sure. But we could take if we want to produce young hurlers in the future. I think um, we need to interview John and Paula. Definitely. <laughs> um, just three of the last twenty-four All Ireland Club winners. This was a stat from Conor McKenna. I seen. Um, just three of the last twenty-four are from Munster. So. That's Newtown Chandram in 2004, Napiershik 2016, Ballygunner 2022. You'd probably expect that there would be a small few more. Um, I know Ballygunner, they'll be frustrated that they haven't added to their one, um, especially this year, I suppose, when when Ballyhale were gone. But just on Ballygunner, um, I'm sure you see them bouncing back, Damien, but just it'll be a dis- disappointing night for them and a disappointing few weeks to look back on that. Uh, yeah, and I, I think they're really well managed. And, you know, from a distance there, you'd have observations over the last number of years and Daryl Sullivan and how he does his business. And when he speaks then, you know, in interviews after the match, there's no egos and it's real down-to-earth stuff and they're really professional. And, yeah, look at the course. Um, a good friend of mine over the years there, Paul Flynn, as well, um, you know, would have contributed significantly to both his club, Bally Gunner and Waterford over time. But, um, you know, you see Stephen O'Keefe there. Like, you talk about Nicky Quaid. Yes, he's outstanding. Um, Owen Murphy and Kilkenny, absolutely outstanding. But this Stephen O'Keefe is right up there in the top three goalies in the country. And um, he he's able to take his penalty. He's able to make his saves, his distribution of the ball. Um, but I just thought the weekend, they will be disappointed, but they just met a superior force on the night, a hungrier force in St. Thomas's. And I, I look at when you lose, you know, I don't think the penalty shootout, Niall, is the way to go to decide an All-Ireland club semi-final. But when you when you come out the right side of it, it's euphoria. But, you know, it's the opposite psychological um, when, when you don't come out the right side of it. But I just thought over the, over the hour, you know, Household names, Barry Coughlin, Philip O'Mahony, Shane Sullivan, Parik Mahony, you know, they they were only as good as they were allowed to be Saturday night. 
Um, Parik Mahoney missing frees, you never see it. He missing shots from play. Um, you know, even when they had time to distribute ball, they didn't distribute it as proficiently as they would have previously. But, um, yeah, look, at that, that's all credit to St. Thomas's and the enormity, enormity of the fight they brought and the physicality. But I was surprised, all right, with Fitzgerald um, being taken off. He's a dangerous player. And, um, you know, you leave dangerous players on the pitch. One ball in the end um, can, can can sort that. But look at them. Um, they will be disappointed. Um, but look at Hurling is at such a high level now. There's no guarantees in inter-county. There's no guarantees in, in, in any game at club level when you get to the high level. So look at, um, yes, Bally Gunner will be disappointed. But um, and the penalty separated in the end, which is probably unfair. But um, Thomas's are good for their win as well. Yeah. And Niall, I might just say there um, about Evan Duggan. Any club team that take that take a gamble on leaving Evan Duggan out of a starting fifteen, and are really sure about what they're doing because that young fella is an outstanding hurler, left and right. Attacking wing back, he could play him in the forwards, and I was just delighted for him. Um, he he must have shipped a lot of disappointment, not being in the starting fifteen, um, and again, you know, a big brave decision by the management that worked out in the end, because he came on, he got his point from play, and he stuck his penalty. So just a little word for Evan Duggan. He's um, an outstanding person. First of all, I'd know him well through the academy program. And um, an outstanding hurler, and if you can afford to be taking a gamble on leaving an Evan Duggan off, you've got a really cohesive squad. He certainly seemed to take it very well. Like you could even see it in his in his post match interview. Like he wasn't there was no real chip in his shoulder or anything like that. He could he kind of saw that it was for the benefit of the team, and he made his impact yeah. then. You're know, absolutely. Um, just knowing the young fella there, he's he's really positive and productive in everything he does. Really good personality. Um, he was really good to have around squads there in the underage in Galway with the academies, and he won his All-Ireland minor with Jeffrey Linsky as well. So, look, at I, I'd have expected nothing. You know, he's very manly. He, um, I'd expected nothing different from Evan. But um, I'll tell you one thing. Um, they'll do well to leave him out at the starting 15 now when they pick the All-Ireland team. Uh, and if they do leave him out... Um, they, they, they have a great, you know, they have a great squad. Well, they have O'Loughlin Gales. Uh, that's their opposition in the All-Ireland final. Um, it's their first final since 2011. Um, they were beaten that day uh, by Clarence Bridge by 12 points. So um, Mark Butler, who was man the match yesterday, he, he mentioned that, I suppose, that, that this was a bit of motivation for them even coming into the semi-final yesterday, that, you know, we have to get back to this stage. Um, and, you know, we have to, I suppose, write that wrong. Um, so it was a it was a brilliant win. It was obviously a hard-fought win for them against uh, Cushendall yesterday, Damien. No, absolutely. And, um, you know, well done to Lachlan Gales. They've won their last three games by a point, like tight, Kilkenny, Leinster, final, um and then again yesterday, so they, they know how to dig deep and they, they bring a, a massive competitiveness and they know how to dig out the results in the end. Um, in Fogarty there from wing back, unleashing the shot to win the game. I, I, I think he's a phenomenal hurler. I've seen him um, last year, I've seen him again in, in games this year. But um, when you look at like Mark Bergen, Paddy Deegan, uh, Hugh Lawler, Mickey Butler, um, you know, they're, 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 they, they produce they, they produce it every day they go out even in a Kilkenny jersey so you know but, but winning the last three games by a point there's something there's something magic in that um, any team that comes out of Kilkenny Niall uh, you know they have to be taken hugely seriously um, this team are hurt obviously 2011 there Clambridge uh, won the All-Ireland Club there Clambridge's only title and, um, you know, a lot of these lads weren't around that time, but there were young lads going to matches. And um, so the history and the tradition, winning five Kilkenny titles and not progressing on a national scale, um, that's not normal in the Kilkenny. 
So they, they, they have a lot to do uh, to keep with the tradition in their county and what Ballyhale do when they come out. So, yeah, look at um hugely to be respected. My heart go out to the Cushion Dolls. I was only talking to Sambo McNaughton there this morning. We'd be good friends. And, um, you know, they, they left it all on the field. I know they hit the woodwork twice and they had an, an amount of wides, but they really died in their boots and they fought hard and there's no recrimination up there. And his only point to me was that, um, you know, they need greater exposure to the bigger games um, to understand. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The know-how of getting over these semifinals. I had the honor and pleasure of being with them myself in... Um, on a small scale in, in, in 2015 and, and 2016, when they did beat Sarsfields in the All-Ireland Club semi-final in 2016, um, Sambo had invited me on a number of weekends to go up and, 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 and do some work to support the management team there. So I, 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 I totally understand the seaside resort um, in the glens of Antrim and you know, they give every boy and girl an opportunity to be part of a beautiful game uh, through national school. They again do their business in the club so well with promotion at child and promotion at youth. And, um, you know, when you look at Hannah McAllister and goals, um, phenomenal, the two Burks, Paddy and Martin, like they're soldiers, like in Warriors. Um, Owen Campbell there has done it. Uh, with the county coming up from the half-back line, always with um, support points and scores. I'd know Ryan McCambridge. I'd, I'd personally know Neil McManus very well. Um, it was interesting to see the battle yesterday. He lined out and Hugh Lawler picked him up straight away. Um, you know, that said a lot about how Lachlan Gales were thinking about what, what Neil McManus's influence might be on the game. He still got nine points, two from play. Um, didn't let anybody down. Phenomenal leader. We had him as captain in the Irish hurling team, the Shinty International as well, um, this year. So we had Neil and he lets nobody down any day. And just, you know, I'd see more years in him in an Antrim, but um, he's a family life now and he's moving on um, in age and he sees himself now as, as retired. But what a leader. Um, but look, they'll be very disappointed, Cushendall. Um, the massive tradition up there. And again, you know, to play the top teams, look at the journeys they have to put in now. Um, it's a credit to be as good as they are. I think they've 11 Ulster titles won and maybe one All-Ireland semi-final appearance or one All-Ireland final appearance against Napiersi, that brilliant Napiersi team in 2016, who there was nobody going to beat on that year. Um, we had an experience of them in the All-Ireland club semi-final in 2014, Portumna. And they were on the way, and they they were definitely going to win an All Ireland club. So yeah, look at um, congratulations to Lachlan Gales, but you know, commiserations to to Cushendall, Rory Og. They have real passion for hurling up there, and you know, you just your heart would go out to them now. An Ulster team, um, an Antrim team, and uh, they come so close and just didn't see it out. Well, she you mentioned um, twenty sixteen when they beat Sarsfields. Um, they gave them a nice beating that day to reach that All-Ireland final. They were only beaten by Thomas's by one point in 2019 in, in Parnell Park. And it was the same again here. Like they started, they were on fire, a bit like St. Thomas's. They 
raced into an early lead. Um, you mentioned all of the their impressive performance there from Paddy Burke. He he was unbelievable in the full back line. Owen, Owen Campbell the same. Um, it was disappointment for Neil McManus with the late wide. Uh, he gave a great interview though. I suppose typical of the man, uh, Damien. He gave gave a great interview straight afterwards. He he said to on TG Cahar, he said, I got the hard one uh, and missed the easy one. Uh, Ryan McCabridge played me a beautiful ball up the line and I knew when it was coming to me that it was going to shimmy one way and then shoot the other. I should have took an extra step into it and dro- drove it over the bar like I've been telling all the young lads in training every night. I should have taken my own advice, uh, really. Um, so, so you'd know da- uh, Neil extremely well, Damien, as you, as you mentioned, he was your captain for the Ireland Chinty team, but... You could even see the respect that the O'Loughlin Gales players have for him. Like they were all straight up to him, you know, shaking his hand, saying hard luck. Like he's a tremendous ambassador, really. Oh, look, Niall, you've, you've given him um, a massive introduction there. There's, um, he's manly in his approach. He's very honest. He, he's a brilliant decision maker. Technically, he's gifted. You know, the tactical with the decision making, he's gifted. He's a team player. He always has himself ready for battle and ready for war physically. Um, you know, he, 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 he's the true essence of a professional in an amateur sport. And um, I'd say, look at as a person away from Hurling, um, he has a lot to offer. He, he could be a big figure. I could see Neil McManus um, being a big figure in the GA going forward um, if the powers that be in Crow Park um, use him positively and productively. Um, he, he's he's very smart, and he 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 thinks about he thinks about everything, and um, I'm just sorry not to see him in an Antrim jersey again. Um, I just you know he was captain of our team this year in 2023. Um, imagine playing 16, 15 or 16 years for Antrim, and he never was um, he, he never was afforded the opportunity. Have been nominated for an All Star. Does somebody miss something there along the road in those selections? And I know the All Star selections are hard, and you, you know you can you, you can always make a point for who you pick. And there's always people left out. I remember back in time, Brian Whelan was the same. Um, you know that brilliant Daphne made wing back a team of the century in the end. But um, Neil McMahon is like um, he epitomizes everything. Somebody should be in the GA. He's a giver back to children in his community. He coaches at underage level. Um, if you if if you arrived up to Cushendall uh, next week, you're most likely to find a Neil McManus in the pitch poking around with kids or, or or youth players or giving something back that way. So look at yeah, I I think he's a big future outside of hurling now and in officialdom if he wants to go that route. <coughs> Um, but yeah, I, I I have so much time for Neil, and um, you led him in there very well. So Kilkenny, um, they've they've three teams in in the finals. You, you mentioned the intermediate there uh, with Turin. They were actually unlucky to be beaten by Castle Lines. Uh, Thomastown won yeah. the other semi final in in that, and Tullaher Rasperkin are into the junior final. And sure, obviously, O'Loughlin's are into the into the senior final. Um, Mikey Butler, I suppose he was obviously one of the their impressive performers. He has been throughout the the year himself. Paddy Deegan, Hugh Lawler. There's other lads too. Obviously, David Fogarty has been brilliant. A great wing back to come up for scores. Jordan Malloy as well. Um, similar to Neil McManus, um, Mikey Butler was interviewed on TG Cahar after. And he, he's he's a real straight talker, Damien, a bit like how he plays the game. Uh, he said, we weren't happy with the forwards in the first few minutes. They weren't chasing back. They weren't hooking. We put it to them at half time, and they really did come up and get hooks and blocks then. And the ball inside was, wasn't as good as it was in the first half. So um, he, he's a straight talker. He wasn't afraid to, to call out the boys, Damien. Yeah, and she'd have to admire that in him. Um, any Kilkenny player who gives an interview after a big game, they speak so well, they talk about the team, um, they, they never talk about themselves. Um, they talk about the real stuff, um, Niall. So, you know, you'd have to admire that. And Mikey Butler, I believe he was, um, he, 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 
he did the backroom stuff there as a young lad in Kilkenny. His apprenticeship um, was going around with uh, Racker Cody, I believe, uh, organising jerseys and dressing rooms and organising the, the, the halftime um, energy bars and that. But look at um, the big battle yesterday was, you know, he went straight on Joey McLaughlin. I think that Joey McLaughlin is a phenomenal talent. He's a proper hurler. Um, corner forward there with, with Rory Oak. Um, he's only 18 or 19 I think Damien yeah he's a really good talent really good talent has the balance the guile um, left and right you know knows where the goals are knows how to get goals Um, I kind of see a Damien Hayes in him Um, if there's half a chance of a goal he's not going for the handy point I see that in Joey McLaughlin proper hurler Um, we're going to hear more about that young Joey McLaughlin um, Paddy Burke taking up, stepping in beside Luke Hogan again. That was a key battle. Hugh Lawler stepping in beside Neil McManus, and we mentioned uh, the 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 Mikey Butler um, straight in there beside Joey Joey McLaughlin. And like Joey McLaughlin still coming out with his one 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 or one two, and um, it just shows the potential of of a current All Star. Um, but yeah, I always loved. Um, I always loved the honesty in the Kilkenny player um, after big games, the lack of ego, uh, the selflessness for the team. It was all about the team. It was the it was the we versus the me. Um, and Niall always. And, you know, an interesting thing for me yesterday was, we'll say, it was the 51st minute before Lachlan Gales went ahead. So that'll just show the the supremacy, the effort that Rory Ogan, the fight they brought and to get the one four to start. And um yeah, there'll be regrets in, in Cushendall today and there'll be the the whole analysis thing kicks in and but you know I think they can hold their heads up and be proud. But you know the the, the shots hitting the woodwork and the shots going wide and the, the little bit of decision making that Neil McMahon has referred to after the game and his honesty. So yeah isn't that the way it is after every game? That's tight. But look at, for, for lads like myself there and yourself, uh, look at the weekend we got out of GA. The GA keeps giving, Niall. Like, they, they kind of, the talk was that uh, with Intercounty gone for so long that it's, you know, the, it's kind of, they're losing marketability or so on. But with games like that, it's it's certainly not like everyone, everyone was talking about. Uh, yeah, and I think, look at, we the GA nationally had to do something you know, the ninety-five percent of the players are in the club, um, the five percent can't rule and, and and take over. And you know, the GA is about part of their value system is about inclusivity, teamwork, community. So for about community, teamwork, and inclusivity, and um, the club, the club players need to shine and need to be given their afford their opportunity there within the fixtures program as well. I think we have a really good balance in that. Um, the intercounty six months in the club and then um, you know players in the club now can plan a life can plan a family life they know when they're on they know when they're off and um, the intercounty player obviously has to go 24 7 365 days of the year Nile based on they're obviously going to be the, the key leaders in their club when they come back from the intercounty setup but i think we have it real right with the with, with, with the structure, strategy, and systems presently, and um, long may it continue. And we're seeing high-level games, like all the games that you'd go to, even in my own county, that aren't streamed or aren't uh, televised. You know, there's there's real good quality in it. And I did mention Sarsfield's been only three points off of St Thomas's in a county semi-final, and you know, Turlock Moor only been two points off of St Thomas's, and then you have Thomas's now in an All Ireland final. So. You know, the the championships in the club scene are strong um, are strong in the majority of counties. Now, they need tweaking in some counties, but that's for internal decisions with, with county boards, how to get that games balance right and how to get higher, better quality. But, um, yeah, I do, I do, um, I do feel sorry for, for, for the Antrims and the Downs and, 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 and those northern teams that have to travel huge huge journeys to get um, the quality, you know, have to travel south, have to travel across that line that we famously talk about now from Dublin to Galway. 
um, south of that line to get the quality games. But um, you look at the GA is very strong. It's very strong in clubs, and what what we see there the weekend there is um, fruition of that. Just a last one on on that. Um, it's going to be a different situation for St Thomas's, having beaten Ballygunner. They may go into this All Ireland final as favourites, which they definitely weren't uh, for the semi final. Like, do you think they'll be able to replicate that performance again after Christmas? I do, Niall. And they're January the 20th now to, to, to sort their injuries and gather momentum again and build the physical and build the psychological. Um, they're really grounded. And I said about the management team there, I really mean that. They're really grounded and they're, they're proper hurling men and women involved with, with, with the team. I, You know, favourites tags are that. That, that doesn't bother at Thomas's. They're going to go in and they're going to maximise their full potential again, as are all Appling Gales. So we're in for a cracker there on January the 20th there. Um, be looking out for uh, the link to buy the tickets there as soon as it comes. That's a game to be at now, to be very honest. And, uh, you know, any team coming out of Kenny have to be respected. And again, the club championship in Galway being so strong, any team coming out of our county at club level have to be respected as well. So, so they do. How did you find coaching the Shinty this year, Damien? A bit, bit of a change from the hurling. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was probably a three-month gig. Um, I was honoured to be asked, first of all, by Charlie Harrison there. He's the overseas manager in Crow Park. And um, then I suppose the second part of it was to get um, a proper management team um, with me because, um, you know, the players are going to come if that setup is right and, you know, Sambo McNaughton there doesn't know the GA anything at this stage, a household name, Kieran Kingston, former Cork manager, and Michael Kavanagh, Kilkenny as well, um, was, was able to deliver on and off the field. Um, now in the managerial capacity, you know, Michael is a great person to work with. So level-headed as well, no, carries no ego, they're in around the players. Um, the job was to, out of maybe 200 players, Niall was to select 20 and that, that's a lot of decision making but again some of the club scene there makes up your mind for you if you're if, if, if you're busy with your club and you're progressing you're not in the selecting um, arena for us so we got you know the rule is you pick seven Lee McCarthy players and the other 13 then have to be from the Joe McDonough ring record and Maher um, it was a hugely enjoyable experience meeting players from the other counties giving them their opportunity um, and then winning of course was important because um, we ha- Ireland hadn't won that uh, series there for, for a number of years and the last time it was played in 2019 um, you know Scotland prevailed by, by a large amount so it was important to keep the series alive and and you know having your Jar Melrick there from Cork and Rob Downey and Having Parik Walsh, Parik Walsh was player of the match. He's retired now since from the Kilkenny setup, but he was the player of the match. Um, I think he brought seven hurls on the day. Um, Niall and I think he finished up breaking six of them, so he had his count tally right. Um, I think Michael Kavanagh went on with about nine minutes to go and said, "This is your last piece of ash. You better stop, stop flaking here." But uh, Parik's a great character, and again having him. In around Luke and McCuskers from from Fermanagh and the Caelan Taggarts from Down and all those players getting an opportunity to be around a Parik Walsh like um, and and again in every training session he wholehearted and you know carries no ego like it's just amazing to work with that type of player and I totally enjoyed it we had a great group great off team off pitch group and a great on pitch group and. Um, getting the win was important for us I think if there's any game worth playing it's worth winning including challenge matches so that's the attitude we went out with and um, the players uh, didn't let us down in the day um, Roland and goals phenomenal um, you know Keneally full back when, 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 when Rob Downey had to go off phenomenal um, from, you know just nobody let us down everybody worked hard and we the with a with a with a lovely kind of group ethos and everybody honoured the opportunity to play for the country there. So it was a nice experience to be very honest, Neil. Yeah, very nice. 
Would you be more likely to break hurls playing Shinty or was Park Walsh just on a bit of a mad one? <laughs> Park Walsh never pulled a bad stroke all day, mate. Um, Park Walsh, the Shinty sticks don't break. Um, you know, they're like the hockey stick. So you'll have your Shinty stick there for the whole match. And um, the, the, the makeup of the there may be maple or carbon fibre. Um, so, you know, the ash are going to break in, in, in that duel. And again, you know, you need to be nearly in the tackle. You know, you don't come late to a, a guy pulling a shinty stick because there could be a metre longer than a, than a hurley in some instances. So um, you need to be nearly in the tackle. But Parik Walsh was in nearly for every tackle and uh, he won his majority of ball and he was unanimous for player of the match in the end. Well, Andrew Rowland was right up there with him now, the goalkeeper. What a goalkeeper from Leash. I mentioned three goalkeepers earlier on, um, but Ender Rowland is right up there in the top five goalkeepers in the country, a, a professional out and out. And um, we don't get to see him as much because um, he's in a leash jersey, but, you know, what a hurler, what a professional. Um, as, a, as were all the leash lads that, that turned out for us, um, Paddy Purcell, um, Stephen Maher, the whole lot of them, like, came and, and put their shoulder to the wheel. But, yeah, look at them. Um, the shinty sticks don't break, the hurlies do. Um, but Parik was fair and honest in every pull, to be very honest. He'll have a big order in for star hurlies in Kilkenny there over Christmas. <laughs> so he's retired now from the inter-county scene, so his order mightn't be as big now. Um, you mentioned the camogie actually just there at the start, Damien. Uh, disappointment for Sarsfields Galway, but I... It was a it was a de- deserved win, you'd have to say, for for Dixborough. Um, Kira O'Shea was maybe the star. She got a brilliant point when they needed one to level it up, and then uh, Eve Prendergast was very good too. But disappointment for Starsfields, but they've obviously won their fair share too. Yeah, and you know it's funny. Starsfields were going for a three in a row national titles yesterday. That's a big deal, like that a club is that prominent over a sustained period of time. And um, Kilcarran Clonburn then um, are, are lady champions in Galway Senior. They won their three in a row. So it would have been nice for Sarsfields to finish out that. But look at um, Sarsfields tactically lost their way in the middle third towards the end of the game. Dixburg definitely uh, dominated there. Um, I thought that Gahan lady, uh, number 20, the sub, like what a ball winner, what a link up player. She won a tremendous amount of ball and enabled the strikers there to, to, to get the vital scores. The Prendergast girl there, um, she was clinical throughout. God, I, 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 I was amazed at her striking, you know, right hand on top, struck off her left. Um, she had that, you know, her favourite stroke off her left side. Um, clinical all day. I thought the O'Garman girl there in midfield was phenomenal as well. Um, and, you know, Clifford and... Harwick as well. Look at, they did deserve their win in the end, but um, to small margins again for Sarsfields, um, and you know they won't be happy with that. But I did, I did, I did feel that Neve McGrath was a big loss for 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 Sarsfields, um, just not available this year. If she was leading at the forty, it would have freed her sister all up. Um, you know that's an extra forward on the day. Um, I know that all, I know that Siobhan and the Kelly girl there missed no free. They were brilliant with the free taking, but that leadership there that Neve McGrath probably would have given was missed on the day. But um, yeah, hats off to Dixborough. They came with a fight. They came with a plan. And typically, for Kenny, they stuck to they stuck to their guns to the bitter end. Now. Yeah, well, you mentioned Lucinda Gatton there. She actually captained Kilkenny to an All-Ireland uh, back in the COVID year. And she's only five months after giving birth. So it was a serious performance from her there uh, off the bench. Um, just while I have you, Damien, um, you're probably uh, in a good place, I suppose, to talk, I suppose, about... There was the controversy, obviously, this year with uh, five counties that they were going to be left out of the league. Um, eventually, they were they were reinstated, um, and there's kind of been a bit of a upheaval between national hurling action plans and national hurling development Commi- committee, which was disbanded um, at the start of the year. Like, how how do you see, I suppose, the development of hurling that way? Obviously, you've been uh, at the forefront of it, uh, working 
in Connacht as development manager uh, with that national hurling committee. Like, how do you how do you see the the lie of the land there there now at the minute? Yeah, I suppose just maybe the comment um, on it, Niall. I, I think the way to promote and support a sport is not to get rid of um, your your you know your, your your adult team in the county. That's the team all the kids aspire towards and, and look up to. And I, I felt even in my own province there, Leitrim, like Leitrim were beaten in the Division 3B of the National League. They were in a National League final in 2023. 20, 20, 20, and, you know, they were, they were just narrowly um, not in the Larry Maher final in Crow Park. Uh, they, they won two, two of their round-robin games and drew one. And if that wasn't a draw... They would have had a superior uh, scoring difference. They would have been in in, in the Larry Maher final. So they're boxing well above their weight, and 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 they're, you know, they're at the at, on on their own ability level. They're at the table, like so. The way to get rid of um, the way to promote a sport is not to get rid of um, teams. And you know, I think that needs to be taught out a bit better. There's a new national committee there now. Please God, they'll come up with 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 cutting edge. Um, top class suggestions to drive this all on but um, you know it was very narrow minded I felt from some administrators to think that um, let, let's let's not field um, your adult team in, in a national league let's rob players under GA values of inclusivity teamwork and community the opportunity to play in league let's ring fence that money and put it in at club level um, you know, that wasn't the way to go um, but you know, out of every adversity, there's an opportunity. I think it um, it got all the hurling people together. It got them to, to to think outside the box, and it gave them the opportunity there now now to come strong with with new plans um, for sustainability and, and and that. So look at I you know I I have been strong in my opinion that um, everybody deserves the chance. Intercounty hurling is is pretty strong. It's okay at all the levels. We have our ring record in Maher. We have our Joe McDonough. We have our levels. Um, give every player at those levels the opportunity to play. It's the club scene we need to get right. It's it's probably new club growths um, and, 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 and a proper plan around you know strategy, structure and systems there and style. How do we want to do it in each county? But ring fence and money from... from, from from national league teams to say you're going to put it into club growths. There's already enough money there. Um, there's a new funding model from Crow Park and Games Development um, through 2023. Um, Leitrim and those counties have got their hurling funding for development within that remit from co- national coaching and games development. So why would you need to be taking money off a national league team and ring fencing it? The money is already there. So I think there's a bigger debate in the GA, to be very honest, Niall. What's the critical mass of management teams? There's too many in management teams. There's no need for 16 and 32 in a management team. There's a lot of money being spent there wrongly that could go into grassroots. Um, we, we, we have this proliferation of the outside vice coming into our counties um, to manage our teams. It's a bit like the proliferation of the Southern Hemisphere teams in rugby years ago. If you had a Southern Hemisphere accent, you'd be an automatic rugby manager um, in this side of the world. So we need to change our thinking. Um, what's the critical mass in management teams? How county board officials shouldn't be having to come up with enormous amounts of money um, to serve a football administration. And and again, a Leitrim in football this year, they didn't win a match. You know, um, so why would the the... the Hurland equivalent in their county um, be pulled from the National League um, based on that. Um, outside managers, outside coaches, um, there's human, there's hu- amounts of expenses there being given out foolishly. I think the GA need to come with a bit of leadership nationally. What's the critical mass of each of the management teams? Um, and then everyone is on a level playing field. It's not you're richer and you have more money to spend. You can have um, all these additional supports. So we, we there's a wider debate there, but um, promoting a sport like hurling, the way to go wasn't taking teams out now, to be very honest. 
it's something we could I'd say we could talk all day about it Damien we, prob- we probably won't solve it today but uh, listen thanks a million for, for coming on the show today um, and look we'll be back in the new year uh, thanks to all our listeners uh, and happy Christmas thanks very much for having me Noel. appreciate it Sports Joe presents the GAA Hour. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.